Disney Media. Evil Squared Comics Podcast. Episode. Season 4, episode 20. How about that? Season 4, episode 20. If that's nice. the truth. I'm sure so it is. That is our episode number. We struggled to get it out. Well, I was going to say episode 20, but then I need to have the context of what season it is. Could be episode 20, season 4. Oh, I should have said it like that. Don, why aren't you doing the intro? I'm Drew. I'm Don. Intro man. I'm Scott. Back from Disney man. Welcome Woo-hoo. to Evil Squid Podcast Did you do company. one while I was gone then? We did. Cool. I was trying to look for it the other day, and I couldn't I find never it. posted it till so, today. Well, that's why I couldn't find it. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, we're about to do another podcast. I surely post the one from last the, week. Exactly. Some and people so may have wanted to listen. I, I was going to try to and, well, and see what happened. But you still Thanks could. a lot, Drew. There's a lot of America. The one person <laughs> that's going to listen to the, to the podcast, podcast, and you denied him. I Correct. honestly tried to it's look for it. It's up now. If he wants so, to listen to it tomorrow, you sure can. There you go. There's a lot of American Ninja Warrior talk, so I'll just American warn you now. Oh, yeah, we did. I did talk about America. It's for like 20 minutes. Wow. Like an hour. You know they do that at Universal Studios. You know who else who went to Universal Studios? I did. This you, guy. Do you know what? Do you know they you get that to climb like a 50 did you, foot rope? And that's really hard to do. But they don't do, they don't do the finals at Especially Universal Studios. They do all that other type they of stuff. They do shit. the finals in Vegas. They do. On the Strip. Yeah. I don't care. They're qualified. I don't care Universal about American Studios. Ninja. Did you get to run I'm the course? So, I'm sorry. No. Instead, we just walked through. Let uh, me be clear. Horror stuff. I don't care about did American Ninja Warrior. Did you get to see the course? Since no. Scott wasn't here, was I was trying just, to be polite last week and listen to you big, babble on about American Ninja was there Warrior. There's a big giant sign. But with, I don't care um, about American Ninja Warrior. Uh, Matt, Eyes, Matt, whatever, and Akbar Bajabilamia. Imagine 20 there minutes. Might have been. I don't know, though. Matt. They weren't there, though. What's his 20 name? Minutes, Scott. What is his name? Rambling about American Ninja Warrior. You brought it up. You enjoy that show? I love that show. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not. I'm gonna, <laughs> what? I'm starting to train to... All right. Up. Let's talk about what we watched other than American Ninja Warrior because I knew that I already finished, so that was done, right? Saul Anymore? Goodman, Better Call Saul. Oh, we haven't been watching Better Call Saul. We're in season five. We finished off season. Castlevania. Oh, nice. I enjoyed that for the most part. It's pretty good. Cool. Did you watch Morbius? I did. No. How'd you guess I did? Why would I watch Morbius? You and Zach horrible. were supposed to watch... It's not. It's good. We you didn't and believe Zach, you. We were not on, convinced. Hold on. He's going to hate it because I loved it. It was the best movie of the past decade. So we went, to our, we went to that Comic-Con, not really a Comic-Con, up in Kansas City. Okay. That weekend, and Don, in the car ride, was jabbering on about how great Morbius was. Okay. So let's see what you thought, Scott. I, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's not very strong, though, either. It's, it's really predictable. And the, some of the dialogue is just... I, I almost felt it had the feeling like... I knew like they Jared, were going to kill Thanos. That was I, predictable. I felt like Jared Leto like, was really struggling to say his lines with a straight face in some wow. cases. But, uh, What's interesting is he's usually like a very... Um, method actor. Serious actor, yeah. and he takes his craft very seriously. Yeah. So it's odd that he would even agree to do a horrible movie like Morbius. Uh, it's uh, not horrible. I guess he needed to eat. It's not exactly horrible. I, 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 did you get the feeling like there was a lot of stuff that left on the cutting room floor? Like nah. they Really? I, I felt like there was just some weird Seconds. jumps in it or something, you know, on kind of how it was doing Dude, stuff. I'm going to go back and watch so, it again just mm-hmm. to make sure because I must have been in a zone because I could have been. It. Uh, you know, the, but the overall, special effects the, were cool. The special like the effects way they did film. the oh, kind of the the speed type thing with kind of the yeah. smoke trail type stuff. I did actually kind of think that was cool, right? Yeah, I, I was I was into that. I thought the overall actors that they got were pretty good. 
um, you know, between Jared Leto, Matt Smith, and uh, what's the girl's name? I can't think. I don't know. But um, overall, I just felt like that they just... It, at the end of the day, I don't know that it felt like very original type things. It felt very cliched in the Hollywood storytelling of things. You know, do, did you think that at all? No. No, not really? No, it was like I just sat two down. good friends. Of course, one goes this way, the other one goes this way, you know, type things. There's a girl in the middle, you know, they got to try to do this. I sat down and, and enjoyed so, the shit out of the movie. But that's always good, too. Hey, if you're Was Catwoman playing? Because would you watch that instead? Catwoman? Yeah, the old Hollywood. I've never watched Catwoman. You haven't? No. I saw that in the theater. I was, I'm sorry. I was told I almost to stay, walked out. I was told to stay away from it, so I never watched it. I can it. believe that. Cool. I'm, wow. I'm, and that's the thing, too. I, I didn't think it was as bad. I was expecting a really bad movie. Yeah. Well, Plus, I'm seeing it for free at Netflix on my couch. So, overall, yeah, I didn't think it was awful. I was entertained, but I don't know that there was anything extremely spectacular Are you about not it entertained? Was it better than New Mutants? Actually, I think it was. I like New Mutants. Mm. That wasn't the question. So was it better than New Mutants? <laughs> it felt maybe yes. kind of right. If it's going to get you to watch it, then yes. Because I kind of like New Mutants. I mean, it was bad, but I enjoyed New Mutants. It was a hundred times better than New Mutants. Oh, well, maybe I'll have to watch it. I know. Did you watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows? No. That's a vampire movie. Yeah. It is. But it's And not, it's a thousand times better than Morbius. It's not as good as Morbius. Mm. Oh, what do you God. think, Scott? What We Do in the Shadows is better than Morbius. <laughs> Huh. I think that's a that's a easy question. I think you asked a hundred people, a hundred people would say, "Yeah, that's better." Than no, Morbius. yes, there's Morbius. Fans what we out do there. in the shadows is beloved, and Morbius is hated. How about monsters? Did anybody watch the monsters? There's movie? a monsters movie, the Rob I Zombie monster movie. I did not on Netflix. Is that on Netflix? No, like yeah, it's dropped. like the TV show, the monsters. Yeah, Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie made one. made a movie. Is it funny or is it scary? It's, campy funny it's stupid oh. campy funny. and rob zombie made it yeah it's and amazing his, that he got into film and his wife his wife plays lillian sherry Moon. does he play eddie monster uh no uh, okay. i don't think he's in it cool all right so we don't need to talk about that so continuing, morbius continuing to watch the rings of power it yeah i'm mean, good Oh, I'm only three episodes in. It hasn't gotten good yet. Oh, three episodes. It take what the hell did they just air? Take six? eighteen episodes. Yeah. So I think episode six. It finally. I heard episode big... six was better than oh, the yeah. rest. I, I, you know, episode five is a bunch of build up to crap, and so by the time I got through episode five, in fact, Brandy fell asleep through it. It was that damn boring. That episode six started, and I said, "If there's not bloodshed in this damn episode, I think we're done." And thank <laughs> and God they finally had some they bloodshed. Did yes. Wow. So. Uh, some bloodshed. <laughs> that's right. So they finally did something in episode six, and it's pretty good. It's probably Mallrats the best one of three. So <laughs> or Mallrats two. Is that what they say there? No, and oh. he's like, "This is the first movie," and he's just walking. <laughs> this is the second movie. That's and Clerks he's just two. walking. Clerks two. Sorry, there is no Mallrats two. Clerks two, and he's like, "This is the third movie." That's what you're like. You're just walking, and then the third, they throw the ring. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> do you remember Clerks 2? Yes, Not I remember. Really. I'm talking to Scott. Well, I don't. I know you do. My memory is I'm talking to Scott. Crappy. So Clerks 2 wasn't good. No, but it was funny. It's got his parts, probably. Uh, what else? House of Dragons. Still watching that one. Haven't started. It's it's pretty good. They've only they still got about three episodes left on that. So, Andor. Did you watch it? Nope. 
Oh Sorry. my God! Is it a series? It is a series. Okay, so so here I'll give you a setup on Andor. They so dropped that you like can do three this. episodes. Exactly. Yeah. So so Andor is a series that's going to go twelve episodes. Okay. Okay. What you want to do is you want to wait every three weeks and then watch three episodes because what uh, the director's doing is he's kind of got these little I don't know if you want to call them chapters or little acts type things in which it's kind of like three episodes kind of make like a little mini movie in a way. So after the first three episodes, it kind of sets up a, sets up something, and it kind of has a kind of, I want to say a natural into that kind of like little arc, okay, before it's starting on to the next one. So you could go in there and watch the first three episodes now and get a pretty good feel of how it is and stuff, and you wouldn't even have to watch anymore. It just kind of leads you to whatever. And so right now they're starting episode five drop today, but after episode six, supposedly that should be another little arc you know of things so it's an interesting way to do things and uh so far um i mean it's star wars so i'm already a little biased but it's uh it's fantastic if you like rogue one fantastic. uh this is uh, what if you do not like rogue one then, you may not like it then, as well. then there's something wrong with you it's it's you dark like rogue one. it's a little bit darker it's a bit more gritty there's no like jedis running around uh type stuff so it, it feels a bit more like a kind of either spy or heist type of move, movie or show type of thing a little bit more. You know, they're basically kind of spying on the Empire, breaking into stuff. They want to steal stuff, you know, this type of thing. And it's not as much of the, the whole force type aspects and things. It's more of the, the gritty rebellion versus buildup versus the Empire. And uh, I don't know. So far, it's, so far. it's the best it's probably the best Star Wars since Mandalorian Season 2. I still love Mandalorian Season 2, but it's definitely better so far than Book of Boba Fett and um, what was the other one that just had? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, yeah. yeah. But it is a little bit of a slower burn, too. So I don't know. You know, it's not a whole lot of action right now. It's a bit more on kind of that suspense side. So. Why are you picking the label off your beer bottle? It's all good. Why not? But I would definitely recommend Andor. I think you could watch the first three. You got to watch the first three episodes, and if you don't think that that's your cup of tea, then you'd probably drop out. Oh, I'm but sure I I'll like you, it. I think I you'd have I'm to watch the first. Three. I don't know. You didn't like yeah. Rogue One, so he said if you loved Rogue One, didn't you say love or you say like? I mean, I liked Rogue One. It wasn't my favorite. I think everybody else likes Rogue One better than I do. I do definitely. I think so. That's what I'm saying. I'm I like it the least of like most it. people, yeah. but I enjoyed it. I just didn't think it was that great. Yeah. You should watch Morbius and tell me how that ranks against Rogue One. Right. I'm Rogue sure one. it's not as good as Rogue One. <laughs> Probably not. I think Rogue One's a pretty solid movie. Okay. Just a lot of people say, oh, that's the best of the new movies. And I'm like, mm, not for me. But if it's for you, that's cool. I like Last Jedi. Wow. <laughs> that's probably the best of the new movies. Nah, I like Easily. Han Solo. Solo? You like Solo? You a Solo fan? I like Solo. Solo's not a bad movie, honestly. It's a fun movie. It's a movie that gets crapped on that I... I, I you know, it'd be my fun. Star Wars version of Morbius, you know, there. Yeah. A lot of people crap on it, and I think it's fairly entertaining. I don't think there's so, really anything structurally wrong with Solo. That's probably true. It just does, it does right. seem to be a little disjointed mess. All right, we're getting off track. We are getting a little bit off track. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So Andor, uh, She-Hulk, you still watching it? I saw watching episode that? five. I enjoyed the one where she's like dating. 
Oh, and okay. the and it's Donnie Blaze is like a magician and he like opens a portal and then Wong and Johnny Shino. Blaze Donnie Blaze oh, is that Johnny Blaze's brother I don't know but he's like a magician it's pretty funny it is pretty funny yeah actually those whole episodes with Wong and yeah. Abomination and things it's all it's, pretty pretty good that's like my favorite Marvel show She Hulk is yeah because it's just hilarious it is very funny it feels very sitcomish doesn't it yeah really? it's, it feels like a sitcom it's funny because it's, it's, it's short. different it's short yeah, it's short, I like short. It's different WandaVision felt like you know? a sitcom yeah I it liked did. WandaVision yeah. until the end I thought it lost me it it kind of loses its fun there towards the end yeah, yeah. it's a little bit too Whereas serious She-Hulk so far and She Hulk has still been pretty light throughout everything hey did you hear the big news they're making a Deadpool three. I did. And did Logan's, you hear that Wolverine's going to be in? Yes. What was the Spawn new, m- news today? I don't know. Look on your phone and find out. Oh, my God. But, yes, the latest episode There's Spawn news? Mm-hmm. Movie news. Oh. The latest episode of She-Hulk. Is she coming out to, tomorrow? She goes to uh, Abomination's spiritual retreat, and that oh. is pretty freaking funny. That sounds awesome. It is. It, I, or at least I thought so, but yeah. I, I liked it. it it's, it's yeah, we have to start things. Andor. We're trying to finish Lord of the Rings, or catch up on Lord of the Rings and She-Hulk, and then we'll start Andor. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Not I almost really. would rather hold off on Andor and just watch a bunch uh, of them. And but. you're watching Better Call Saul. You get a lot on your plate. Well, I watched the those shows with the kids, and they watch Better Call you Saul. You watch Better Christy. Call Saul with the kids? No, I watch Better Call Saul with Christy. Um, I watch Andor, She-Hulk, and Lord of the Rings with the kids because Christy doesn't really care about those. Wow, that's just awful. Did you see that? Speaking of Spawn, did you see that Todd McFarlane is doing a CGC signing? Nope, don't oh, care. Oh boy. Yay, though, no CGC crap. It was funny because, like, uh. Just what I always wanted a piece of paper encased he, in. He plastic. released. He released a video. Aren't you supposed to be doing something? I'm just kidding. Taps Joker, Falcon, and Winter Soldier Riders. Oh. Jamie Foxx's Spawn movie gets three new riders. That's Who the, the riders. That's the headline. Uh, I, thought Sp- I thought Todd McFarlane was going to write the movie. Apparently, Apparently the script sucked. I don't... Doesn't... All right, fine. Uh, That's cool. Hold on. According uh, to The Hollywood Reporter, Jokers, Scott Silver, The Falcon and Winter Soldiers, Malcolm Spellman, and Matt Mixon are joining forces on a new script. Okay. Cobra Kai season five or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, we I watched, watched all that. that. I finished that. Yeah. Yep, I did finish that. Here over the last. It's week. just funny that it's a Jamie you, you Foxx's Spawn movie. Yeah. Is the headline. Yeah. Not Todd McFarlane's. Well, he's a bigger name than Todd McFarlane. People know who Jamie. If you go out on the street, people know who Jamie Foxx is. Nobody knows who Todd McFarlane is. Um. He, Cobra Kai. He released a video. Todd McFarlane released a video yes. on, like, whatever, yes. like, so- social media to explain what he would and would not sign. Oh. Okay. What won't he sign? Baseballs? Private parts. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> he won't sign any comic books that he didn't have something to do with. Makes sense. So, he... And I think it was just... Is that, there a lot of comics he that people haven't asked him to sign that he... There might be. <laughs> would you please but sign I also think, into Radness? <laughs> sign Ant number... <laughs> So number two, please. I think it was probably part of it was just for him to flex because he's like, I won't sign your Amazing Fantasy number fifteen, and he holds up a CGC graded Amazing Fantasy fifteen, because even though I worked on Spider Man, I didn't have anything to do with Spider Man number one, 
and I won't sign your Fantastic Four number one. And he holds up like a CGC created Fantastic Four. Right. It's like, it's a great comic. I love it, but I won't sign it. Cool. Okay. That's great. Anyway, Cobra Kai, season, Cobra Kai five. season five. It was good. It was. It wasn't per- good. Okay, it was bad. We <laughs> talked about it last week. It's it a horrible show. It was terrible. It was probably the worst was, season yet, but it was entertaining. But and it was I entertaining. I did enjoy the final episode. It's bad good. It's bad. It is bad. It did. I would. It went into that realm of almost self-parody. I would agree. It did feel that way, didn't it? Yeah. It just felt a little corny in general. Yeah. In in some things. So yeah. And they kind of wrapped everything up. I guess Kreese got out. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I I did see that. Kreese is a master master pocket pick (laughs) pickpocket. It does. And he somehow escaped from prison with jelly. Yes. Nobody noticed it was jelly until he got into the coroner's office. And then the coroner like, what is, is jelly? What is that? Ooh, that's, what is that, cherry gel? And why would he, Jello. Stick, why would he stick blood in his mouth? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it got pretty, it was pretty bad. It was bad, good, self-parody, but I yes. still enjoyed it. We're all going on out of the town tonight, and we're going to celebrate, and we're all going to drink. Of course. I can't. <gasps> Are you pregnant? Yes. Anytime somebody doesn't feel like drinking, they're automatically pregnant. Yes. That's why Johnny said that. No, I'm kidding. That's why I didn't have a finger, guys. I'm pregnant. <laughs> my favorite. Okay. My, one of my favorite parts was where she's walking through the garden and does a horrible acting job of dropping her water bottle and then finds the locket that's been there for like 18 <laughs> years. And then she's like, how does she how does she know it was for her from him? Like it's just an <laughs> elephant laying in the garden that has not moved octopus. for <laughs> that has not moved for six weeks. I know. It's still there. It's all the pieces. And of course, the one time she comes to make up with him, he's making out with another girl. Right. Of course he is. It's of not course. what it looks like. Of course it's what it, it looks, looks like. like. You it's said exactly you wanted what to it break up. Like. We were on a break. We were on a break. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Yes. I'd have been like, see you later, and then just gone right back. <laughs> right? Like, why? As a teenager, you're right, I would have too. Why? Yes. Why get up and try to chase, and then obviously, then she's all mad, so she gets in a fight with the other chick. Yeah. Of course. And then they but wake yeah. up. Yes. My, my favorite part... <laughs> Was when Johnny's getting his complete ass kicked, and all of a sudden he finds some inner strength and like comes back and saves the day saves or whatever. Day. I was like, I don't think fights work like that. You Almost know, every scene with Chosen though was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chosen, he was just funny. Because like, I don't he know, is so... very much though a you know, I mean he has one mode I think in his character in general. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. He's a one trick pony. I don't think Silver could have taken him though. So. Nah. Chosen, yeah. You know, if he wouldn't have turned around, yeah. Do you know what I watched? What? The Last Dragon. That's a great movie. I know. Nice. That's where you get your ass kicked and then you find your inner strength. That's yes, when it happens. But it's the glow. It's the glow. <laughs> if Johnny had gotten the glow in the middle of that fight, I'd be, I'd be all in. I just see no glow. That would have been awesome if Johnny had the glow. The glow. That's what they could have done. They could have taken it. They could have drug it. I could have wrote this. They could have drug him out to the pool where Chosen is floating. Yeah. And shoved Johnny's face into the pool. And they'd be like, and he'd be like, who's who's the master now, bitch? And Johnny would pop him and go, I am. And it just stop it. And then he starts glowing. It's the greatest movie ever. And then Show Enough comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Show Enough. Who's the prettiest? Show Enough. 
God, that movie's so good. So good. So good. So good. Do we watch anything else? Uh, Pretty much, I was just watching series uh, for the most part. And, yeah. And, and Morbius. Oh, I watched Elvis. Reason. I did watch that as well, actually. That was painful. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can... I don't know how Boz Lerman got that many cuts in one movie. Like, I mean, it's like... I was like, dude, can you stay on one shot for more than three seconds? No, he couldn't. But I'm just curious. Bad, Could though, you? In general, I know. I mean, it's very it's a artsy. frenetic. It's a very artsy type of film. There, and but then yeah, he was a kind and of. And it had your place. dude Tom Hanks in it, so that'd That's be great. True. I didn't think it was that bad of a movie though myself, but but well, yeah, then, it, I tend to think it does depend well, on if you knew what you're. You getting guys into will just best. watch anything. Well, except here's Morbius. Th- here's the thing. I do watch. It's like I didn't know a lot about Elvis. I knew a little bit, but I didn't really know the whole story. And so they like he jumped around. He went like. He went to the army, and he had, like, ten years of making movies. That took, like, five minutes. But then the next scene that, that took up, like, a year of his life, like, that Christmas special, that took, like, a half hour. It's like, can we spend a little time on some other aspect? And, like, he meets Priscilla Presley. You have, like, one scene of the meeting, the next time you see them, they're married. It's like, there's no... I mean, I know they dated for, like, seven and a half years, you know? It's like, we don't... I didn't even know that. Well, I did. I'm like, we, we didn't even see the wedding. I'm like... There's no, there's nothing else he, here. Wait, when he met her, her name wasn't Priscilla Presley. But you know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. She got the she's been known as Priscilla Presley longer than she was known as Priscilla so, whatever. That's <laughs> my other issue. It's like I, it seemed like he spent a lot of time on certain that's things. That's really weird. They had the same that had no name. substance, and the things that had substance, he didn't spend any time building up that. So it didn't really feel to like a I'm, point because of the fact, though. I mean, it depended on what his substance he was after. What? I think he was going more after the fact of. The different stances that Elvis was making and things of that nature throughout his life, rather than actually just being in a biography about certain Correct. things in his life, and I it think was that more the areas where he he made some type of stance that wasn't exactly popular. Maybe. Sure, but I think that has more impact if you understand the whole story fairly well. Like if someone who actually grew up with could Elvis be. and you remember that history, it could be. But you're trying to tell you know the story of a man that lived for what almost 50 years or 40 years or something like, like 42 or Get, so, um, so 40 some years and you're trying to compile he was only well, 42 20. 22. so he was okay, you're still trying 42. to use about 20 years into a two-hour film he was older than 42 wasn't he i don't know he was somewhere in his 40s i thought google but, it or, did they yeah. show the end when he died on the toilet they did not show they did not show that he was dead on the toilet loretta so, lynn died yesterday she did. i saw that she was 90 yes um, Overall, though, I did. I thought the movie was okay, but maybe there again, my expectations were pretty low because I knew it was a Baz Luhrmann film. I understand so, that's Baz Luhrmann; that that's so, his style. I just wanted a little more. You wanted a little bit more, more of a biopic history. History, yeah, exactly. And you wanted a little more but, context. And I didn't really, wow, my phone really. I expected listen. that there wasn't going to be, uh, knowing that Baz was involved. I yeah. figured it was going to. Well, be it's more funny. Of, we were watching. it. My wife did not know it was thing. a Baz Luhrmann movie. She's like. Who, who's She's that? like, who did this movie? I'm yeah. like, Baz Luhrmann. She's like, oh, who the hell is that? He's, Baz Luhrmann. He does. Yeah. He did like the Romeo and Juliet reboot with like Leonardo DiCaprio, and he did uh, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, he did Moulin Rouge. He did Never something seen it. else. Never seen it. In there, a uh, Great well. Gatsby. He did. Never yes. Seen it. So all his films tend to take almost on a little bit more. He likes a lot of bright colors, a lot of interesting movements. You know, with the camera and things, um, and and he likes a lot of to your point, like kind of cuts, quick cut type scene type things. He, but he likes a lot of bright things, you know, in general. He likes a lot of pretty stuff. My phone must listen because I typed in how old was 
and the third thing that popped up was how old was Elvis when he died. Your phone doesn't listen, but go ahead. How does it know when I, I type know. in how old was? How I does, don't know. How does Just, it know how old is Elvis? Forty-two. Wow! Really? Yeah, that's 40. crazy. Yeah. He's yeah, he was young. only forty-two. Yeah. Well, at the time he lived a, he lived a pretty full life, full life, and I knew he was there in his forties. You know what else I watched? No. Dahmer. Oh, I watched. Ooh, that. did you like that? It's so good. Is it? I watched the. Well, okay. Dahmer's like all trailer, about the but here and it just no, no, seemed. No. It, ooh. So it seemed like it, something that give me the willies. It is creepy, but here's the thing. The thing I liked about it was it wasn't all about Dahmer. About it was it was about the victims. Like yeah. it focused on the victims. Like you learned about a lot about them, and. We're watching like how many is it like ten episodes, I think? I don't know. We got into like seven, like right when he starts to get caught or whatever, and I just looked at Barbara and I went This is the definition of white privilege. Jeffrey Dahmer. Well yeah, totally. White privilege. Oh yeah. The the he had a dude with a hole drilled in his head and poured acid in it that wandered out of his room when he left to go to the liquor store to get more beer yeah. and the neighbor called the cops. Yeah. And the cops show up and the dude is like on the doorstep. Yeah. And Jeffrey Dahmer walks up and is like, oh, that's my boyfriend. And he's like, how old is he? He was like 14 years old. They're like, well, how old is he? He's like, oh, he's like 19. He's my boyfriend. And then the cops are like, ooh, it's gay stuff. <laughs> like, we don't want to get into gay stuff. <laughs> and they're just like, they escorted him back to his apartment with the kid and the lady and her two daughters are standing there going you're just gonna take him back now like, do you understand why dave chappelle is mad specifically <laughs> yeah about jeffrey dahmer no because it's gay stuff so the cops are like oh yeah because a black guy they want to do that oh i know dude so it's... that's why dave chappelle's mad because it's like Gay and trans people have gotten all this acceptance oh, yeah, all yeah, of a yeah. sudden. Black right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying for But like, it was more of they were afraid to touch him because yeah. he was gay. Because they know. thought they were going to catch AIDS when they just touched gotcha. the dude. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Dahmer's pretty smart. Not really. <laughs> Not really at all. His neighbor's like, you can do something about that smell, Jeff? It's been smelling for like a year. And he's like... Oh, he's like, I really like pork chops. And my family sent me a bunch of meat, and then my refrigerator went bad. <laughs> I'll clean it up this week. <laughs> hey, that smell's still there, Jeff. What's going on? Oh, I have a fish tank, and some of my tropical fish died. <laughs> I'll clean that out this weekend. <laughs> I liked it. It it was good. Um, it was done well. What the uh, Quicksilver? Yeah. Or whatever. The guy, that the guy played, plays Quicksilver, Quicksilver in the X-Men universe, not the Marvel universe or whatever. The Fox plays Dahmer. Things. He plays Dahmer. Which Quicksilver? So Quicksilver that in was the in WandaVision. Yeah. The Quicksilver that was in WandaVision that comes back as like her oh, brother, yeah, brother who has been recast. Is he the one in Mar- Mayor of Easttown? I don't know. I haven't said it. Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown. I don't know what that so is. Please tell me you both watched Mayor of Easttown. No. That's Mare? like the best show that came out last year. Mayor? M A R E? Yes, Mayor. No. M A R E, Mayor of Easttown. A horse from Fifth Easttown? Mayor? I think it's called Mayor of Easttown, right? Mayor? It's not Mayor, it's Mayor, like a what? horse. I know. What's the, what's the Mayor show? 
with uh, Hawkeye. Mayor of Kingstown. It's yeah, Kingstown. that's a good show. Yes, you guys have talked about that one. Mayor of Easttown. Best show that came out, like... Is it a movie or like a... It's so like a limited series. series, like six, seven episodes. I've heard of it, but I, I can't not. say I've seen it. I also watched on HBO... Well, then go watch it, because it's good. I also watched on HBO Hostage. And it's got Quicksilver in it. Hostages? Hostage? It's about... It's like a four-part documentary series about the uh, Iran hostage... Uh, Iran hostages in like 78, We don't talk about documentaries. Hmm. Huh? We don't documentaries. <laughs> this one's good, dude. Don't they- just ignore him. The um the uh, embassy, the American embassy in yeah. Iran. Yeah, I saw Argo. I know all about it. <laughs> I did see Argo. Argo. Did they have yourself. the Iran hostage thing in Argo? <laughs> Wasn't that the whole thing? Like they they yes. stormed like the embassy and everybody yes. was like throwing papers and jumping out windows and yeah, yes. I saw that. So I, I know all. About okay. It. I'm totally down. Great. Awesome. Can you tell me what October surprise is? No. Then you don't know. I do. Don't you, you like documentaries, don't you? No. I do. You should I check out Hostages. Uh, no, I like documentaries. <laughs> All right, fine. Whatever. Yeah. I watched that. It's good. I was. I'm actually started watching that one about the GameStop or whatever that's on Netflix. GameStop. Yeah, the the GameStop and the stock jump and stuff. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's like a three episode limited series. Uh, Ooh, type that things. sounds interesting. And so I watched the first episode, but it, it reminds me of like Trainwreck, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, type things in which they're basically just kind of going over why the stock, why they picked GameStop and why, you know, it kind of went up and then the after effects, you know, on, on some of the different yeah, things. Yeah, dude, you watched so. Trainwreck? That's a documentary. I That's why I'm kidding. Oh. Anyway, Hostage on HBO. Check it out. Dahmer on Netflix. Check it out. <clears throat> Right. I'm not watching what we do in the shadows. Dude, you had that assignment until four weeks you ago, and you won't watch. watch. I'm not watching anything you, you suggest Dahmer. until you watch what we do in the shadows. That's the only assignment you had. It was like a, two months ago. You still haven't done it. It's not even a two-hour movie. I mean, it's like an hour. And, I don't even and know it's like a mockumentary. You would love it. I mean, it is kind of like yeah, it's, it's like it a documentary, Don, but made is up. It, is it um, like uh, Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap. It's exactly <laughs> like Spinal Tap. It is a lot like Spinal Tap, <laughs> but it's about vampires instead of a rock band. Yes, it's yeah. literally the same thing. It is. It goes to go to eleven. It goes to twelve, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do they get lost backstage? No. No, but they do meet a bunch of werewolves. <laughs> Well, it is, it is Halloween time. Oh, I guess speaking of which, I watched Hocus Pocus 2. It, what is, is that new? Yeah, it's new. <laughs> Does it have all the same people? It has How the do they three s- main witches. How? Like, They're like, know, like makeup. They're like, like 97, Bette Midler's like 97. Did you watch the latest episode of Goldberg's? Yes. Did you see David Hasselhoff? No, I haven't watched the latest one. I just said to watch the latest episode of Goldberg. Yes. No, I haven't watched it. Actually, actually, we... Does he look old? Oh, my God. His face doesn't move. Oh. <laughs> it's like he looks like the guy from Mask. Is he the new dad? <laughs> Is he the new dad? I'm afraid he's going to make a, a frequent appearance on the show. Um... We did not finish the last season. We just saw it. So we watched like three, the last three or four. Yeah. And then I think we watched the first one of the new one. Only the first one. 
Now, that's a documentary I would watch is about uh, David Hasselhoff. Yes. I totally watch a documentary about him. Where they just killed the dad off in like two seconds. Yes. In Goldberg's. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. It's all good. All right. I, it's all good, man. Cool. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. All right. Comics. It's got Scott read stuff. Don barely read anything. What is I did barely read anything. He didn't read, um, he didn't read what I wanted him to read. Did you, he did. He read everything. He didn't read Suave. Yeah, it's right there, dude. Oh, it's hiding. Yes. He did read Suave. I read Ant. Oh. One, two, three, four, and five. I didn't give you six. No, that's why I have one, two, three, four, and five. Gotcha. Um, these are pretty good. I mean, it's your basic Eric Larson superhero stuff. I thought I did not read the previous series. I did not read the last episode of the previous series. But it sounds like he kind of rebooted it anyway, and kind of. So I don't know that you needed. It's like he kind of finished right. that, but then he went ahead and restarted. He's kind of retelling it. It was funny how he showed, like, of the old series, how he, like, used the same layouts and stuff even. So it's it's almost like a remix, I would say. It's a requel. It kind of. Which, I mean, but I mean, I feel like Eric Larson, just, that's his jam, is just a basic superhero story. And he's so good at it that it's just very readable. Right. But then I what? thought it was weird that of all the things he could do, he, he then spent... Four issues on the Spawn he Dragon, the Spawn Dragon crossover. Because McFarlane pissed him off. Yeah, but I'm like, he's like, yeah, I thought I would just kind of weave that in. It's like, yeah, but you already... Yeah, but... You my... literally already did that story. <laughs> and so you're doing it again just from a different viewpoint, and you're spending four issues on it? And I'm like... Because McFarlane changed his stuff. I understand. But he still had Savage Dragon that he wrote and drew that McFarland didn't change know, that right? had the same thing. What do you I mean, think? I just think that's a lot of effort and a lot – it's a big ask from your audience. Hey, buy $12 worth of comics of a story I already wrote and drew but just slightly different. Yeah. I'm like – What do you think – I mean, why? What do you think drew him to that character to, like, buy it and do it? Like, Well, he's what? often talked about how he likes really – simple designs of characters like he hates like the new designs but they have all the pouches and the complex costumes i mean ant's a cool design of a character like she's mm-hmm. got just a skin suit so it's easy to draw she's got these cool things come out of her head i think he just liked gotcha the design gotcha that's my take what do you think i don't know that's why i asked you i have no right. take so did this just come out yeah um, it like, did just like like last five ago. months six months okay. it's five it's like Five issues. Okay. Yeah, it's very recent. Okay. Well, mostly. I thought it was like a blast of the past or something that they did an image, but no. Well, no. So Ant was a series back in the early two thousands, I think. That this guy created eleven issues, and then Mm -hmm. Eric bought the character because the guy was trying to sell it. Okay. He needs cash, and now Eric is rebooting it. Eric. Okay. Eric Larson. The guy created it while he was in prison. And he based on his daughter. Based on his daughter. Someone like somebody's daughter. Yeah, I, I would assume it's somebody's daughter. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Does it seem weird? Seem weird? Seems weird. I mean, the costume idea is kind of cool. It's like this impervious, like, liquid thing. I don't yeah. know. It is skin tight, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. So, yeah, I enjoyed it for what it is. I, I just felt like I wish she had just told new stories rather than rehashing well see I'm like an old story I'm like 
I don't remember that shit from Spawn. So it's like reading a whole I mean, new story to me. Well, I mean, I don't remember that well either, but I remember the general idea. I mean, it's it's like a whole new story for me, dude. I didn't wasn't rehashing nothing. I'm like, this has been redone. I don't remember this. Do I have this? Did I read this? I don't really read Savage Dragon for the the individual plots of each issue. It's really more about the overarching story and just the characters and Eric Larson's art and writing that attracts yeah, yeah. me. I mean, okay, look, he's fighting another villain this week. I mean, it's not like that's the draw. I gotcha. But whatever. What else, man? All right, Scott. Ant. Ant. Ant it is. I guess I read Captain Swab. You guess you read it? Well, yeah. Yeah, do you remember it? Uh, Vaguely. I like the kind of back and forth, you know, type things of what he, I don't know, what he imagines and what's happening in real life, you know, type stuff. Kelly Williams' art is just fantastic, though, in this, isn't it? It's very good. It is very good throughout here. The watercolor is insane. Coloring is insane. Yes. Yeah, the colors. I really... Else. I love the kind of... The, the little bit of a style difference, too, between, you know, the... I don't know what you'd say, the real world versus what he's imagining, too. You know, and kind of how the bright colors are and a little bit more comic booky you know, in its own way, you know, type things, the old dots and everything, you know, and what he thinks, you know, versus what's happening. So, uh, overall, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's, it runs pretty quick, you know, through... Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that it's something I would keep going on necessarily, you know, type stuff. You know, I don't know that it really pulls me in, but I kind of like the idea. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's be interesting to see where it goes, I guess. I mean, what the real story is. Because this is all mostly set up, really. Yeah. It's just yeah. introducing the characters. That, that is the true. World. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the point? Where are we going? We're going on a ride, dude. It better be a good one. Some homeless crazy dude. I don't know who I brought that from. Probably you. Uh, no. No, it was you? I brought it to your game night. Remember? I dropped it off. Okay. They gave you crossover as well. Okay. I didn't remember that, but thank you. You were probably distracted. I haven't finished. Uh, you had your game too. set up. What game did we play first? Oh, we that played the Mars. Mars, yeah. Okay, you, you, whatever. Um, I can do... I only have two things, plus I required. So I read Zagos... Zagos? By like Vegas, but Zegas? Zegas by Michelle Fifi. Arbadeus? I picked Rock this... Rock me, Arbadeus. I picked this up at Heroes. Heroes from the man himself. Got an autograph. Really? Front page. Wow. Um... I think Drew would really like this. This is like Slice of Life book. Um, I had no idea what it was about when I bought it. It's just Michelle Phoebe, so I had to buy it because it looked cool. Um, yeah, it's basically, it's these two, it's a brother and a sister. The Zagas brother, the Zagas children. And one, the, the, the guy is like kind of like a struggling writer. And the girl is like... I don't know. She has a job, but then in one of the stories she gets fired. But um, it's pretty much just like their life, like what's going on in their life. Like she does have a job, and then she gets fired, and she like doesn't have any money, and they're always broke. And I don't know. It's, it's cool. I like uh, I like Michelle's artwork, obviously. 
He does some cool things, like he does stuff like that. It's kind of different. I mean, he's already kind of different. You know what I mean? I'm not sure like, how he colors. colors his books. Crayons. Is it crayons? No, I don't know. <clears throat> it looks like crayons. It almost markers. looks like colored pencils to me. Colored pencils. I was wondering. I'm sure he well. uses like whatever he he can use. Like that looks like whiteout. <laughs> no, I mean that's yeah, like that yeah. stuff that yeah, uh, I know. that what's his face Pisker does. Like that white white. Yeah. Um. I really, I mean, I really don't know. It's just like three kind of short stories, kind of crazy, kooky. Um, there's like some weird stuff in it, but yeah, it's it's really just about those two people and kind of like the people that come in and out of their lives. So, um, I did like it. Like the first story, like the brother, it's his birthday, and like his sister's like trying to hook him up with like one of her friends or whatever. Cool. At the bar, um, then he gets drunk and like walks home. So I don't know. It's like something you would like, I think. Cool. But. I don't know. I did a horrible review. No, actually, oh, actually it's review. one of the best ones I've heard from you. Um, yeah, no, it gave me a good idea. Yeah, cool. I uh, can't wait for the the film. No, the hard yes, the film. <laughs> <laughs> by Kevin Smith. <laughs> yes. The what? The the hardcover, the oh, first year of, of Copra. Oh, Copra. did you order? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Did you already have the trades? Yeah, but this is a nice hardcover. I am double dipping. I only have like one. I don't know if I have two. And then I think I picked up like five or six, like at Heroes. Somebody had it like for like five bucks or whatever. But a nice thick twelve issue hardcover master edition would be awesome. Yeah, I just gonna get into Copra. Um, I picked up the Savage Dragon one too. You read Copra, right? I did. Yeah, I liked the sure. idea, and I felt like there was something there, but it just didn't quite pull me in. Do you want this? I would agree with that. It's a quick read. Not right now. It didn't oh, look had some weird like jumps and things throughout it or something. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I I pre-ordered that uh, Savage Dragon Master oh, hardcover too. Yeah. But you already have them. I know, but I love Savage Dragon. Mm. I don't love Cobra. That's it. I mean, gotcha. if I love Cobra, I'd be totally excited about. That. Gotcha. I wanted to love Cobra. And maybe I just need to give it one more trade. Like there you maybe, go. Maybe trade three is it. You, you know? should buy that hardcover collection so that he get, sells enough so that he I feel can the keep same doing way more. Because I want to do all of them. I feel the same way about Love and Rockets. I've tried so hard to get into that book, like, multiple times. And, like, everybody, like, Pisker and Rug and all those guys, like, this is the greatest comic ever. Yeah. And I just, I just can't They don't it. always know what they're talking about. Well, I think they do. I think they see it from a cartoonist standpoint. And maybe yeah. the cartooning is amazing. But from just a reader standpoint it may not be that amazing but just because they love it doesn't mean that you're gonna love everything well here's the thing for me usually if there's something that like a lot of people who i respect their tastes say they like something and something's good usually i also enjoy those things Hmm. but every once in a while they don't always meet and i'm like i just I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to give it a chance to kind of percolate it and become something cool. Because some things you have to give effort to. Like, it's like it doesn't hit immediately. You have to kind of give it some time. You know, I find that with music. I find it with some kind of comics as well. But you have to give it a little bit of time, and then it kind of grabs you. And pulls you. So I've tried with Love Rocket. I don't know, dude. If it hits me, it hits me. Yeah. It's really some stuff I have to put in a little effort, and then it rewards you. Mm. You don't experience that? Do you experience that? Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. I'm just saying, usually, 
it's like something anything. hits me, it hits like me. Like Better Call Saul, it took a few episodes for me to get into it. You know, Mad Men was that way. You know, you watch the first season of Mad Men, and you're like, it's okay. But then by the, but by like, see, in the season two, you're like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like, some things take time to kind of yeah. build. Okay. Almost anything from Joss Whedon. Yeah, Buffy's probably that way. I never, I never made it through the first few seasons to get there. All right. What's this W-E-M-E? What the hell is this thing? We mean. This is... Three worlds, three moons. So, Huh. Three worlds, three moons. This is the Hickman, Del Mundo, and... What's the last third one? Hickman, Del Mundo... This is the crap he did on his... Substack. Substack, and then yeah, just printed it out. Yeah, crap he did on his Substack. Yeah. And then just coughed it up and printed it. That's Where did you get this? this is this so the if, crap he did on his Substack? So if you <laughs> subscribe to his first year of Substack... You got that free? They send you this trick paperback. Oh, wow. And this wow. is all Look the digital you. comics that they've been releasing. It's limited year. edition. Wow. It's a really cool book. Feel it. It's like got like I, embossing. Yeah, it does look like Braille or something. I looked yeah. at it. Going on. It's, like, it's pretty did cool. Did he sign it? Uh, no. Oh, so. what the hell? What the... F. No kidding. Ridiculous. Come on. Now, if you were a founder, which you like paid three times the price for your first year subscription, you got like a hardcover of this, and it probably was signed. What probably hell? not. I'll bet it wasn't. But, I mean, this is how many founders they had. Wow. That's a good about. Yeah. Did you go on eBay to see if any of those are for sale now? No. I'm sure they are. How, how the hell would I find that? Three worlds, three moons? It's on Substack. Well, no, I mean, uh, what would I search that under, you know? eBay? On eBay? Oh, eBay. Yeah, Three Worlds, Three Moons. Do you, yeah, um, I can I buy that? Three... Not yet. Hmm. I think they're going to eventually make it available at, like, conventions. And maybe they'll make it available to Diamond. I don't know. Huh. I don't know what the plan is. I'm not, I'm not digging this. It's, like, bougie, swazi, only join our club. It's the only way you can have it. F that. Well, he explains it. What he's trying to do here... He's like, they're really big... Make a f- lot of money on Substack? Not really. I don't even know what they make that much money. They probably made some, I'm sure. Probably not. They what? didn't make any money because they just gave away that he stuff. He explains it. He's like... He loves like things like Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, and Dune, and things where there's these... I like those things. The things that have this very, um, very well-created world with a lot of backstory and a lot of background. And it's just a really well-developed world, right? But like Tolkien, I mean, he spent years building that world before he even put the books out right like he spent years just writing and developing and same with frank herbert i mean he spent years developing that and you know creating Did he really i think so yeah hmm. so but he said well we want to create a world like that that's well put together he said but instead of doing it for 10 years where nobody sees anything let's do it in front of an audience and have like this interesting experiment where we have an audience as we're creating that world so basically this book is filled with all the essays that they kind of wrote about what the world's going to be the different the three worlds and three moons and how it all works and they have these little vignette stories that they've been putting on their substack comics and they basically hire writers to write these little um writers and well mostly artists i'm sorry they hire artists i was gonna say hickman can't write it writing them but they hire and del mundo and huddleston are doing all the design work there's no no completed listing. Somebody's trying to sell their hard cover for three hundred dollars, but yeah. not getting any hits. Yeah, 
Um, but anyway, they got different artists to do these little vignettes. They kind of build up. It does look like that damn thing is signed, though, or something. Weird. Yeah, I think the hardcover is signed. Oh, it's got like a book plate. Yeah. yeah it came what is that? Plate. I don't know. What does it look like? I think that's like the outer cover. Is that what that is? Is it a slipcase? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I think it's slipcase. Yeah, that looks like it's signed by everybody. And then I guess you get this individual oh, thing. It's limited. So it is limited. And then that, what's that, an armband? 270 out of a thousand there you go oh, what is that is that like an armband i don't know it looks like a business card <laughs> here's a little business card that i got card. it's like a little metal card yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that came with that mine huh okay sorry that's fine yeah see look at that there's some weird slipcase thing going on here uh, it's got a weird fold thing or whatever yeah, foldy thing and then Man. have that a thousand Man. are there a thousand names in the back of that yeah i think they limited the founders to a thousand Oh, wow. The rare opportunity to get all the founders tier perks. I don't know if that's a thousand. That dude's just trying. That dude was disappointed. He just wants to get his founder soft cover book money back. Could that's be signed by Hickman and all. I question cover. whether it was worth what I paid to two art prints. What did you pay? It was eighty bucks. Really? Is it only eighty dollars for a founder? No, founder was like three hundred. The year oh, was oh the year was eighty. A founder was three hundred. I think it was something like that. Yeah, hmm. it might have been like two hundred. I don't know. It was more than I wanted. Yeah, but pay. think of all the cool stuff you got, they got throughout that, that year. I no, I mean for. just the the essays and shit you get to read on. Everybody that. gets that. The only difference from the founders and me is they got, they got the hard cover. I got a soft cover. So that's why no, I understand. Oh, but okay. the dude got he got the cool hardcover thing but he also got a whole full year yeah of jonathan hickman stuff but there's online. only like probably 20 stories in here and there's all like five uh, pages so you got like a hundred hundred pages of comics get it encased in a piece of plastic yeah get your um get your web your your website stuff your essays on the web encased yeah. get your ipad so it's kind of broken up into <laughs> sections. You have like the... Pull econ- up the essay on your iPad and then have your iPad encased. You have the economics, you have the religion, you have... Um, That's what you should have Todd McFarland side, right? Just pull up pull up your Spider-Man on, on your iPad. Sign my iPad. <laughs> oh, look. Nope. Now I changed it to Fantastic Four number one. <laughs> Psych. The science of the world. Trick you. So anyway, it's just building up the world. It's like a source book. It is. It's called the source book. Oh, source book one. <laughs> Check that out. Ding. So you got the big brain on Dawn. <laughs> source book one. Source book one. So yeah, it's one. like a source book of this world that they're trying to create. Did you it's, like this? I mean, we talked a lot about the presentation of this thing. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're building the world in front of you, okay. and it's cool. I mean, they have a lot of you cool artists. You would have loved that comic it. I bitched about, where all he did was write about setting up the whole world. <laughs> I know that's what I'm thinking. We it read sounds that. like I it's like a, yeah. Yeah, Scott read yeah. too. You liked it. I hated that issue where Good it was form. all just. I do vaguely remember this. Why yeah. do I cannot remember the details? But it's fine. Yeah. Oh, it's it's totally fine. I'm not missing out on anything. So I, when you read it again, it'll be like a whole new experience. Whole new experience. And experience. Andy Kuhn does a story in here. <gasps> what? There's like a little action. Oh, let me see. Well, now you sold him on it. Right so. now, I need it. Do they have soft covers on eBay? How yeah, much are those going? One hundred fifty. So what? Drew said that. <laughs> Drew only paid eighty for his. And Drew sell it to you. Double. So, I could probably that. buy the original pages from Andy for one hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> one original page, maybe. Uh, actually, no, nobody was selling that one. The soft cover that I could find on eBay. There was only like really. I think they're going to sell these at like other places. I'm so not. you probably Comic Con. It's wanted. probably all over the New York Comic Con. Yeah, it's I'm probably not. this is probably going to be the thing of the show. When is the show? 
Yeah, it starts this week. Yeah, so this weekend? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think. Yeah. So uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Is it four days? I don't know. It's I definitely think it four is. days because it seems like there's a hell of a lot of people already setting up. Did you see that poor guy died? Yeah, coming to New York, right? Going to New yeah. York? Some uh, Asian guy. He's Kim Jong Woo or something. Kim Jong you know he died. I've seen it on Facebook that he died. He died coming to New York. He was in the airport. He was in the airport and had chest pains and, and collapsed and, and died. collapsed. And they took him to the hospital and God. died during the uh, operation or something that they were trying to do. Huh. So. I didn't know that was related to New York Comic Con. I just. So, anyway, do you want to read that, Doug? Uh, no. It's no? right up your alley, this man. Looks like, do you want to read it, Scott? This no. looks like the really? worst thing I could ever spend time on. Really? Yeah. That was kind of interesting. I'd rather watch what we do in the shadows than well, you spend watch time that. to get through that day. Why do you say that? This is fun. Wow. You don't like I would read the stories, the comics, yeah, but I'm not going to read the epic well, yeah. pages I didn't of... read the. I didn't read the... Oh, books. you didn't read that? I skimmed a few of them, but they're kind of boring. Well, Yeah. <laughs> But and, you just and went, it's like it's like a textbook. I don't. I'm not going to retain any of that. My brain can't retain exactly. That it's like, it, but you're I going just read on the and stories. on about how like oh he's world building and I he love is. world building and I yeah. love decorum when he spent 20 pages explaining to me in text. There was that, very little pages of text. In oh, the there was. Then it's not the same book. There it was, was some the book, book that I bitched about because yeah, it was, it was like, decorum, dude. How many Hickman books are there? There aren't that many. Yeah. It was decorum, dude. Yeah. Draw the fucking picture and show it to me. If I wanted to read a text, I'd be I reading. Think you're misremembering. A damn novel. Think you're Is Decorum the one with the girl yeah. assassin mm-hmm. thing type thing? Yeah. No. I, I did like that. Not misremembering. Then it's not decorum. It's something else. Where I said, why don't you explain to me about all the different races in pictures with words rather than text? That was because honestly a really I'm good reading book. a comic book. Which is a graphic These, novel. Like, they have the planet. They, so they show it to me graphically. Yeah, they have, they have this stuff. I see what you're talking about because of the yeah. fact that that kind of, you felt like it pulled you away because it's trying to do some world building, but it really didn't make it tough. Yeah, there's but like pages of text. It really yeah. didn't make much of a difference, a few. though, for the overall like the story. There's some... Yeah, it did to me. Yeah. Explain that to me in the story. Yeah, I know. If I want to read a... I think he... If I want to read an epic novel, I'll read an epic novel. Fair. I think there, it was complex well, enough that the care. easiest way to get some of the information across was to do some text pages because if you tried to get it all to you in the story, it would drag the story down. Well, and so it was just more effective. Drag the story down. You know, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, he made an artistic choice how to get some information out. And, I and understand. he lost a fan. I, fair enough, man. It's not for everybody. But if you like decorum... I thought that was like think, one of the best books ever. No, yeah, you didn't really, love it. Yeah. I remember you didn't love it, but so, you thought it was decent. Yeah, <laughs> But... Three Day Three. I think they're trying Scott, to do a similar thing. But Scott curled up with that book and put Wonder Woman one and Wonder Woman two on just loop and just had a good old. Uh, I want to hear Scott talk about something. Forty six hours of Scott. reading a book and watching the shit out of Wonder Woman, <laughs> and he threw in like Batman versus Superman just to mix it up because that's such a favorite film of mine. Uh-huh. 
figured you liked Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 2. You probably loved I didn't Batman like Wonder Woman 2. I trashed Wonder Woman 2. Did you see Black Adam that Hawkman's going to be in? No. So excited. Fun. Who cares? I'd rather watch. I seen the trailer for The Last of Us the other day or something on HBO Max. Oh, the movie? So, yeah, with a TV show. Oh, it's got my boy in it. Pedro Pascal. Oh, Pedro so, Pascal. Yeah, he's playing that lead character. Is that a video so, game? The Last of Us. We were just talking about Wonder Woman two, though. I mean, that was like the, almost the only good part of Wonder Woman two. And, was Pedro Pascal? Yeah. Why don't they? There was no good things, part so. of Wonder Woman two. No. Yeah, Wonder Woman two was not a very good movie. Pedro Pascal did not save that so, movie. Oh sorry. God, no, no. <laughs> anyway, when's the um, when's the Among Us movie coming out? Among Us. Oh, there is an Among. Are you are you being serious? I'm I'm making the Last of Us. And okay, come on. Let's talk about something else. We're dying. Virgin here. Into rad, radness. Into radness. Into, Into radness. radness. Apparently, with, I need to pick this up. With the I home, I you know, it. I mean, come on. There, This is like Kyle Strom and Jake Smith, you know, people we love. And Crank. You know, type things. And Crank. Is he coming to so, the show? You should bring him. <laughs> I don't even know who Crank is. Okay. He, doesn't know. he does the, didn't he Colors do the stuff for, um, for uh, Task Force Rad Squad? Was that Crank? I don't think so. Maybe. Ooh. I do like that he's got like Hiram, you know, here in the uh, graffiti back. Hiram? Yeah. He's the guy who co-writes. Like he co-writes. But he co-writes. Uh, Blood Force Trauma. There you go. Oh. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. He so. was at Planet. Did you meet him? Hiram? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, no. Like, he, in fact, signed my number three or nice. four or something. I don't know whichever one. So, yeah. I did not. All right. Cool. Yep. Anyway. Into Radness. Art is beautiful in this. Maybe I'll pick it up at AirCat. It's really cool. I'm, I'm pretty sure Kyle Strom will have some copies. Kyle probably will. If he has room on his table amongst all I the heard that stuff. Jake told you no, that he's not coming this year. That's and right. It's like, I, I almost think that I need to give back my table. I'm so depressed. That That's Jake fine. Smith Jake dissed me. I'll never so invite him back ever again. Whatever. Whatever. Um, anyway, indirect. No, Jake, you're invited. Yes. You have a table. He better. Whatever. He's just always standing. Hell, he can come over to my table if he's coming back. So, uh, Help sell Star Wars figures? No, I, I don't even care. I just probably like give it all up and say, Jake, here you go. Worship, you at, worship at his Draw table. me one picture. Say, there you go. Draw me one page so, all weekend, Jake, and you got my whole booth. There you go. There you go. Uh, anyway, into Radness. The art is really excellent. It's really good. Fun. You know, is this things. your copy? Uh, it mine. is. You don't even Scott have doesn't buy comics. I don't really buy comics. He had co- he had number three of whatever so, that he had. Signed. I did buy Blood Force Trauma. I do admit I like Jake that much that I, those are like the only comics I have bought in probably like the last what five years. You I should know. have picked this so, bad boy up. But uh, I don't know this, the the story itself is just not very good. I mean it's okay, you know type things. Uh, huh. You know overall bunch of young kids kind of into that. Uh, what'd you say? Instagram video, you know, YouTube channels, channels, you know, and whatnot, trying to get their hits, trying to make some money off things. You know, it's the old age old thing of, you know, the, but the friends, you know, are all close, you know, and just trying to do what they can to get by. And then they get some success. And of course, one of the friends is all about, we got to keep doing this or I have to, you know, for, you know, forgo my friends in order to be popular and whatever else. And, um, you know, it, really, that's what the basic. 
Well, the basic story is it almost feels like a Saturday morning cartoon, you know, in some, type, yeah. some ways, you know. It does. Uh, you know, ooh, we get popular. The one guy falls off, you know, and this is all his jerk. friends, yeah. becomes a jerk. And then they come all back together, you know, something that brings them all back together. And they save the day, you know, and whatever else. And all is forgiven and they're all good buddies again, you know, and, and that type of stuff. It's like a Saved by so, the Bell episode. It is, it is. is Except no for technology page? comes alive. So There's no credits page. Oh, there it is. There you go. I it's missed right there, it. It's, stuck, on, to, it's yeah. stuck together. Wow. Damn. But it's nothing bad, you know, type things. It's just, it does have that kind of... It's a basic story. Yeah. And you have to, I went in thinking it was... And I thought so. it was just a fun kind of throwaway story. I yeah. enjoyed it for yeah. what it was. But I, I, I see your that. point. It's not like blowing the doors off. Or it, it, yeah, it really is. It's, I, I, you know, type of thing. But there again... You know, I forgive a lot, especially when there's really decent art dealt with it too. And this does. I mean, I like a lot of those that art. I mean, even that page and stuff is pretty cool. Manchovy. So, there you go. Death is final. And I do kind of like their mix of kind of like almost a, like I said, that Saturday morning cartoon type of thing. It's got this almost like nostalgia feel, but yet still trying to pull it into today's age with, you know, using social media type items and everything else. But yet you have things like arcade machines, you know, coming alive and whatever else yeah. with, with stuff. So almost using an old style video cam and things like this too for videotaping and things. So. Not, not right now. Okay. Fair but it was good. I mean, it's okay, you know. I think my expectations on that because of who was involved is probably a little bit high. Gotcha. Oh, here's something I really liked. Don talked about this book a while. Kill the Minotaur. And I was like, that doesn't sound very good. Sounds like a video game. But I thought this was really good. I really like the artist Lucas... No. Kettner? Lucas Kettner? Did, how long ago did this come out? Um, did it end? It's about 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a one... It's a six-issue limited series, basically. Six so, Kill the Minotaur... I sort of remember it. If you know your Greek mythology, there was a king, and he had a maze with Minotaur in it, and another kingdom had to give him tribute every year, and he put the people in the maze, and the Minotaur killed them. Wow. That and, seems... And then rude. Thesis, the prince of this other place he went into the maze and he killed the minotaur so this is kind of like a weird kind of sci-fi retelling of that greek mythological story but it's still set in greek mythology but the maze is actually this i thought it was like a it like came from the sky like an alien kind of crack ship that crashed and became like the maze and the minotaur is actually like a creature or something that the ship built or made or within the ship or something but uh that's kind of how i took it it's not super clear but this was just really it's a really tight quick fun action-packed read it's very clearly told and it just has just enough kind of fun moments and just exciting a lot of action it's kind of like a horror movie meets greek mythology meets science fiction Hmm. i don't know I like the art a lot, which probably helped, but I just really enjoyed it. I think Scott would really dig it. I think you should read it. I'm okay. trying not to say too much. I'll give it a but, shot. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It, it was, does seem like it's up I didn't out. expect a whole lot, so that probably helped a little bit because I didn't have super high expectations. But Don had said it was good, and I was like, well, maybe it's worth checking out because I did like the artist. What? But the writers I'd never really heard of. He actually gave you, like, a compliment there yeah. or something. You know? That's wrong. 
Uh, it just seems, it seems that's odd. I do like the art. Yeah, Lucas Kettner's pretty cool. I met him at San Diego once. Who? Really? Lucas Kettner. Oh. I'm trying to remember if I finish this. Probably not. You probably read like two issues, talked about in the podcast, and then you never. Right. That's usually how it goes. That's usually how it goes. Have you ever finished a series in the last <laughs> 10 years? Like, yeah. have you finished anything? He does from time to time. Hmm. Usually there's a. Did you finish Decorum? Probably <laughs> not. Sorry, Scott. You're all good. But yeah, Kill the Minotaur is good. Kill the Minotaur. It, yeah. Have you guys finished Oblivion song or whatever? Like yes. It's done, right? I, I'm getting my last one bound that I'll get to Scott. Yeah. Can finish it. So. Uh, okay. Because I don't think I finished that either. I know I hadn't. I held Bunker. I think I maybe bunker. remember that. I'll give you these two because it's two. Archie? Three. Is it? Okay. Archie Bunker? That's the one where they're down there and they like have something about the future, right? Or yeah, there's like a bunker and yeah, it's from a time capsule. capsule and there's and some time travel, timey yeah, wimey. Timey wimey stuff. Yeah, that's up my alley. Timey wimey. Yep. Yep, you say that. So here, I read uh, Kick Ass, uh, The I'm New sorry. Girl, before. It, I hope it's the end. It does oh, seem God. to wrap up things. Um, what happened? It's probably die. the weakest issue of the four, or the weakest section end. of it. How many words do you think were in that? Like 10? Oh, there's a little bit more than that. But. I, mean, I don't like know. Not I think much you, I, think my, I think my overall disappointment was the fact um, that I, I would have liked to seen better team up. Maybe you yeah, know, where they like hit girl and kick ass, kind of maybe fight a little bit, and then they get past their differences, and then maybe tag team. Instead, it was more it of a case like. of okay, hit girl comes in, she has to fake her own death, you know, type things. Uh, it looks like that Marcelo Friesen so. guy gave up on the art. Yeah, he totally gave up too. Uh, that could be. Cash I might have been rushed. I don't know that. Kinda, Did Steve Niles write that? I think he just cashed the paycheck too. Could have been. It does have that feel, doesn't it? I mean, it really it feels just, like they just checked out and said, Let's "Feel just like we gotta, out. we gotta end this thing and have this cool little crossover." And oh, by the way, we gotta have Hit Girl and Kick Ass fight a little bit, and then we just need to wrap it all up. Because I mean, that's what the fans want. It just really felt rushed. We gotta give the fans what they want. There, so. I mean, I don't know. For something that had a really strong opening, I yeah. felt like they probably Dude. should have ended it in book three. You know, or, or you know, for what they could have, they could have totally left out uh, Hit Girl and just kind of wrapped up some things there. You know, with the whole cartel type of things, and that probably would have been like what one, maybe two more issues. I feel like every book there. was slightly weaker than so. the previous one, and this one just hit kind of bottom. I would tend to But it still that. was such a fast read. It was still read, so fast read, but it doesn't, yeah, I mean, it doesn't like, really hurt. Yeah, it's, you like, know? it's like, that took me that, 20 minutes. Okay. Here again, it kind of comes to some of that stuff like we were talking about. I'm, Morbius. Yeah. I'm entertained, you know, type things. It's not the strongest thing ever, but I was Are entertained, and it, it didn't outlast its welcome, you know, for the most part. Definitely but it's not. definitely not, not something I, but it's one of those types of things. Because of how it is, could you really recommend it to anybody? It's not like it's that strong or anything Holy else. So shit. Slice I almost didn't give it to you. Chick's head in half. That I had to wrap up. Right at the eyeballs. So, I mean, come arm on. I mean, really, to your That's point, it probably took, what, 15 minutes to read? I mean, yeah. It, it, it was probably a little bit longer than I that. Just, but, right. I mean, not me. I seriously, I bet you it was, if it was 30 minutes to read that, that, that was probably pushing it. I just so, finished it. Yeah, just about, <laughs> yeah. Sitting right here, flipping through. I mean, you've you've got the gist of it. That's so. uh, oh, it's a happy ending. It that, is. Uh, Kill the Minotaur dude came out in twenty seventeen. Oh wow! So I th- I I was pretty close, didn't I? Say five years ago. Yeah, I think I did. Uh-huh. Hey, she passed. But you probably bought it in twenty seventeen. Didn't talk about it till like twenty nineteen. 
Yeah. I thought he talked about it, yeah. But I thought he talked about it here in the last year. <laughs> <It was> probably. <laughs> He'd been sitting on it for four years. Probably three <laughs> podcasts ago. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You going to talk about your Steve Ditko? No, go ahead. You guys do some more. Okay, Bunker Boy. I only boy. have a couple more. What did you I got win? Bunker. Ooh, somebody. It's not at the end. Somebody bought the kick-ass costume. That's exactly right. Bum, bum, bum. So... Have you guys ever read a book that's very complex and you had never and you read like the second trade and the first trade you read like a year, year and a half ago and you don't really remember enough, all the details. details. And so you're reading the book and you're like, man, I am just lost. I don't know. I'm kind of getting it, but not really. I don't really know what's going on, but I'm just going to plow through and you plow through and you still don't really get it. And then you get a third trade. You're like, I'm going to plow through this one too. And you still don't really get it. That's kind of how the bunker was because... It's fairly complex, and it's tiny-wimey, and there's characters from the future and from the past, and they look almost the same, and it's hard to tell the difference. Hmm. And if you don't have all the names down, you really don't have a chance. So you're telling me you're going to have to give me number one again. So if you want to read these, which they're not bad, I like them, but I didn't really get it, and so you probably want to read number one. And there's a fourth one still, too. This isn't the end. Okay. I think there's one more, and so then... Maybe if you get three trades worth all at once, it might stick. And then when you get the fourth trade, you'll be able to follow it. Possibly. We'll see. But it's still not all wrapped up. That could be almost... Correct. I think there's at least one more. Could be a little difficult there. Uh, But yeah, I'll get the first one for you. I think that's where it's at. And then you can try and read it all. Sounds good. Sounds good. I wouldn't recommend just jumping into... You can try. Try to jump into two. See if you're lost. If you're not, you don't read as many comics as I do. So you may have... A better time keeping up with stuff. Perhaps, but I read so many comics, I can't really retain much. Yeah, well, I do. I, of I you just, read quite a bit. I'm old and I just can't retain much. That's my problem so, too. This is what it is. Okay, but yeah, yeah sounds good. But yeah, so kind of good, but it's a little. Confusing. I like it. It's, I think it's a cool story, and I am enjoying the twists and turns. I just, I don't think I'm getting the full impact because I don't quite have it all. My last one before the required reading was crossover, number two. Of these things, the introduction of Powers, people from Powers anyway, whatever. Yeah. Brian Michael Bendis Powers guy, and whatever. Um, kind of fun, you know. It's interesting ideas. I don't. It it's getting to a point of a little too artsy. Maybe I don't know where art imitates life or something sure. weird. You know. I mean, the whole inclusion of Donny Cates in. Here and yeah. kind of who's it's doing very meta. what. The, okay, there you go. I guess I suppose that's the right word to use. And it's like, it's kind of neat ideas, but I'm not entirely sure if I'm really buying into all this. I guess I just go yeah. along with the flow. I like the little uh, tweak with Negan, yeah. you know, in here, and especially Negan meeting uh, Kirkman. Yeah. That was kind of uh, amusing. I mean, sure. But that's what it almost seems like. It's like, ooh, what kind of crazy, goofy thing can yeah. I do now? Oh, I'll have these creators meet each other, you know, yeah. type things and do this. And, you know, just to see what could we, what kind of things can we pull off is yeah. almost how I feel. And some maybe a little bit better than others. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 I almost get the feel like it's style over stub, substance. Yeah. In some cases. It's almost too clever. Or it's, yes, or it thinks it's Like it's trying clever. to be yes. too clever. Yes. In, in a, 
rather than have a really good story, it's just trying to be kind of, oh, look what I did. Look, yes, it's, look, it's look like, what I Look, it's do. powers. Look, they're not business. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Donny Cates. I'm the writer, but yet I have the character who's a writer in here. And, yep. oh, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's why I say it's almost got a little bit more of a style type thing. But I'm still, I still enjoy it because I think it's kind of... I would. I, I do because of the fact that, like I say, because of their trying things... It's unique. Yeah. You know, it feels different. Way. Yes, it does feel different. You don't exactly know where the hell kind of goofiness they're going to really go with it. So, because but how of long that, can you keep that going? Yes, how long can you keep kind of keep that shit? Because we really going? didn't even get that much of the story of the, of the character, yeah. the, the girl that we met. Exactly. Previously. Not much. And what progression. her backstory or anything is. I mean, yeah. honestly, they're almost her and the, the main guy or the other guy you know, type thing are side. shoved to the side throughout the most of this and it's a little bit of a mystery of who's killing you mm-hmm. know creators or whatever you want to say yeah and uh, but I did think it was kind of satisfying on who was killing him yeah <laughs> so, that's good yeah. yeah don't spoil it I haven't read it really okay okay yeah. I haven't finished it it was entertaining like it's said, entertaining it was it was interesting I'll keep buying it. And, and, and the cool thing is, is for their little mystery type thing that they have going, unlike some of them, you know, type things, they, because of the fact that they want to keep you guessing or whatever, I felt like this was almost a fairly natural thing in the big scheme of things. You, I don't know. For what the story that they're telling, it's it wasn't much of a surprise. You go, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know, or whatever. Gotcha. So. Ooh. What did you say? Something. I don't know what it was. Oh, you guys were like said something did you hear about um it popped up all over my facebook like apparently like there's a new scooby doo movie cartoon or whatever and velma is gay there's gayma gay yeah, yeah. velma came out as gay oh nice. i think it popped and up scooby somewhere doo. on my facebook or instagram or some crap so yay so either let your kids watch scooby-doo or don't let your woods kids watch Scooby-Doo. my kids now. are old enough now but they don't care no i'm just saying for Anybody that's listening, you know, yeah. whatever side of the fence you're on, you're either for Scooby-Doo now or you're against Scooby-Doo. Uh, so so now, either let your kids so now, watch it. Now even Scooby-Doo has to be divisive. Don't let your kids watch it. It used to be like everybody could just watch some Scooby-Doo. people that are going to be like, there ain't no way I'm letting my kids watch. Can you still watch the old Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo. It is an interesting point, though, that you make there. Why do we need to know? Exactly. Like, I always wondered, like, you know, as you get older, you're like... These yeah. characters are kind of funny. Whatever, I'm not sure. Stuff, are like yeah. Fred and what's the redhead? Are they secretly, you know? Are they think they're just trying to... Is Shaggy and Scooby high all the time? Yeah, exactly. You know, those those are the kind of things that are fun you know? to wonder but about. But they're kind of fun. Older. You know, yeah. do we need to really let that... Because... I don't know. Because the problem is nobody gives two rats asses about Scooby-Doo anymore. So the only way that they can make it still relevant, relevant is to cause, to cause controversy. Controversy. It's like some... this thing popped up on my Facebook what, feed. But I think like the people my... who get upset about that, I think they would be better served by just not caring. Yes. And then they would stop doing these things because they're, they are doing it, I think, for controversy. And if you stop reacting, they'll stop doing yeah. it. And you, But every time they get riled up and act, and, you know, act out about it, I think it just encourages them. What was the movie with, is it Bros or whatever? Yeah. Did you hear about that? About the guy that wrote it or starred in it or whatever said that America's just not ready for a a full-on gay marriage Rom-com comedy. Movie. And my whole thing is, it's like, well, what? here's the thing. It's like, well, 
if you're if you're of that lifestyle, it probably is funny and appeals to you. But if you're not, then it's not that. Like I, I mean, just like they say, you want representation. It's like, well, I'm interested in things that also represent me. You know what I mean? Like, think I want to relate to stuff, and if I can't relate to it for a certain way, then it's not as appealing to me. Yeah, and maybe I that's just thought wrong. it was funny that he called out all of America, and it was like, oh, yeah. these guys just aren't ready for this movie. This is like. 100% on this and 100% on that and nobody went out and saw it because all yeah. of America's homophobe. I don't it, think it has anything to like, do with that. I think it's more that's of case kind of, of what he said though. I mean, I'm paraphrasing but it's kind of what he said. That's America. what the actor said. Yeah. That's what the actor said. And then it was like on a Facebook feed and so like I clicked on comments just like 4 million 4,000 comments or whatever and I'm like just reading a split and they're like yeah, I really wanted to see this movie, but, uh, you know, gas costs a lot of money right now. Food, it's kind of tight right now. We don't really have money just to go out and waste on a on a movie, but no. I'd love to go out and see a movie. Low so there's budget. a lot of stuff about economy, about how people are hurting and stuff. And well, low-budget rom-coms aren't exactly putting people in theaters right now. Right. I'm sorry to no. say. None of them are. I yeah, mean, if that was on, like, Netflix, it would probably be the number one movie. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But... People aren't going to get in their car and drive and pay $20 to see that movie. Cause some people will. Some people well, some will, Some people yeah. will, but they're but probably... not enough to make it a box office success. Oh, yeah. exactly. But if you put out Avatar, you know, which has visuals that really pop on like a big screen and a lot of action, people will pay money to go see that in the theater. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Anyway. I mean, when's the last time... I mean, that stupid Marry Me movie with Jennifer Lopez, I mean... They released that on streaming simultaneously, and it didn't do very well in the theaters. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, those movies are a hard sell these days. Well, a lot of movies are a hard sell, not, you know, just in general. Unless it's like an event type thing. That's right. Unless it's a dang Marvel movie or, to your point, something else that has some huge action nostalgia factor, you know, they're just not doing all that well. Hmm. So what are you going to talk about, Creepy? All right, so I will talk about this. So this is Creepy Presents Steve Ditko, the definitive collection of the artist's work from Creepy and Eerie. So it's by Dark Horse. Um, It's just a collection of all of his short, all of his stories that he did in Creepy and Eerie. It's got a cool introduction by um, Mark Evanier. And so, I mean... I've heard Ditko. I'm not a huge Ditko fan. Like, I followed Ditko. Like, I've read some of his Spider-Man stuff, but I've never really read a lot of his Doctor Strange stuff or anything after Marvel. You know what I mean? You say so, you're not a huge Ditko fan? I'm saying I've never really read a lot of Ditko stuff. I haven't sought gotcha. it out. Hmm. But you've read Spider-Man. Yes, oh. but Ditko is a lot more than Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, I was just like, eh, let's check this stuff out. So basically, after he left Spider-Man, he bounced around and he ended up at um, Creepy and Eerie. And Mark Evanier talks about, like, so, like, one of the reasons that Ditko and a lot of the artists at the time, like, in the 70s or, or late, late 60s, early 70s, that they worked for Creepy and Eerie, they didn't pay very well, but they paid on time and... You could do whatever you wanted. Like, yeah. there was nobody... No editors. No, there was editors, but they very rarely... Interfered with Interfered your with your work and your content. And the other big draw was that Archie Goodwin was the editor over there, and everybody wanted to work with Archie Goodwin. So, most of these stories are, you know, like, 
six, eight, ten page, you know, stories. Yeah. That they're written by Archie Goodwin and they're they've been published in Eerie or Creepy. Um and they're the writing is fine, but it's the sixties, it's you know, it's the Twilight Zone, yeah. it's it's whatever. The stories are 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 okay they're like ooh, he's a vampire what a twist you know <laughs> or whatever like it's it's that stuff i have a hardcover um, of eerie and a creepy like the first one of mm-hmm. those that's the same kind of thing right obviously it's but just... his art is really kind of cool like it's really interesting he's got like two kind of art styles like one of these where he's really doing a lot of um line work and cross hatching and, and stuff like that but then you also get into like some of these other stories where it's it's more of almost like an ink wash kind of thing yeah. that he's doing. That's a very different story. But um, I mean, the stories are all fine and good. I mean, they're predictable. You can see them coming a mile away. Like you can predict every single story that happens in this. But I enjoyed. It wasn't a chore to read it. You know what I mean? Like it was still entertaining. But. The art's really cool. I kind of like looking at his art. And it's weird, like, you, I saw a lot of kind of like of Doctor Strange and like Peter Parker. Like, yeah. there were a lot of, you could kind of see it, you know, in the characters and things. But, um, and like, this story was kind of cool. Like, this dude, this one I really kind of liked. Um, I can't remember what it's called. The Sands That Changed. So there's, like, this guy and his wife, and they're on their honeymoon. And so they go out to the desert. Like, why wouldn't you just go out and hang out and camp in the desert for your honeymoon or whatever, you know? do that. But the guy is, like, uh, he's a comic book artist. And so he's like, well, the only way that I could get away for two weeks is that I told my editor or whoever that I would work on my stuff while I'm out here. And so, like, he creates this monster. Hmm. Well, on his pad, well, it comes to life. Like out in the desert, it's yeah. like he's trying to erase it, but it's ink. Like he inked it, so he can't erase it. And then so he's like trying to draw different things, like slice the monster in half. But then his pen runs out of ink, so he can't draw anymore. <laughs> and so like his wife just grabs the paper and like crumples it up. And so like the monster like crumples up, like he's a crumpled, <laughs> like a crumpled monster or whatever. It's it's funny it's like it's and you know what i mean it's like i don't know it's been done a hundred times but for whatever reason and the art style on that is really kind of cool it's really kind of dark and and whatever but anyway it it's cool i enjoyed it um it was a nice little um uh what do you call it like a, a sampling of ditko cool that's not spider-man or Doctor. Have you ever read any of his Doctor Strange stuff? Because he did Doctor Strange, right? Some of it. See, I've never read any of that either. It's, it's Stanley's sixties comics. I mean, right. It is what it is. I mean, but I mean, the art's cool. But that's what I'm saying. Most of this stuff is probably going to be a draw to the art, unless you're just trying to get that nostalgic feel for the sixties or what, like kind of yeah. being that time. Sure. You know what I mean? But you know, most of it. It's, it's kind of like we were talking, like, with your, you know, your Alex Raymond, like, Flash Gordon stuff. Yeah. You're like, oh, the art's cool, but the story is a story of its time. Like, it's hard yeah. to get through. It's hard to read, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Here's but uh, this was only, like, $20. And it's a little bit oversized, and it's probably, like, 180 pages. Well, you have to pay. 160 pages. 
We well, have to pay to create the stuff. 120, I guess. It's not that thick, but I mean, it seemed really reasonably priced. 20 bucks for yeah. like old Ditka stuff, but anyway. Well, you know, Mike Richardson just made a million dollars off chicken hair. <laughs> Apparently, that's the rumor. He's just giving everybody a, giving everybody an imprint. I read Bad Karma book one. This was a Kickstarter. Yeah, they'll uh, probably never be a book two. Why not? I don't know. They that so came they out like, like ten years ago. They act like they're going That thing to. came out like ten years ago. So this is sort of a creative. Ten years ago. Creative uh, collaboration between Alex Grecian, Jeremy Hahn, B. Clay Moore, and Seth Peck, which are all Kansas City guys, I believe. I believe so. Around or that area. Some might be time. like in Missouri, you know, whatever. Or were at one time. Or were at one time. But anyway, they got together and they wanted to create like a shared kind of thing. So they all kind of have their own creations and they're trying to make them kind of work together. So there's kind of like five different kind of character stories. Some of them did more than one, didn't they? Or do they, there's more, they kind of intertwine? There's one that they, they each have one that's kind of theirs. And then there's one that they all did together that kind of ties together. But uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, the art's cool. They have some cool artists. They have uh, Phil Hester doing one, Christopher Mitten, Ty Walker, who I wasn't real familiar with, and then Mike Tesserand, who I wasn't real familiar with. But it's all solid, good stuff. And uh, um, the stories really ran the gamut of a lot of different stuff. They're all very sort of supernatural, Cthulhu little-based. I see a lot of Cthulhu-type stuff in there. But uh, Lovecraft, I guess I shouldn't say Cthulhu. I should say Lovecraft because it's more like that. But um, Lovecraftian. But uh, yeah, I mean it's kind of cool. One of them's like a boy detective. He said it's kind of like a Cyclopedia Brown type thing. Another guy's like a like a, a hard boiled dirty cop detective type guy. So it's kind of like that noir sort of stuff. But yeah, I mean it's. It's varied enough, and a different enough different artist, so it's pretty interesting. I mean, all the stories are, like, really quick and short. And I think they're kind of trying to make them sort of interconnect and intertwine, but there wasn't enough of it in here to really get there yet, but I think that's kind of what they're aiming towards. But book two would be cool, but it sounds like Don said it's not going to happen. Oh, I don't know. Don it just knows. seems like it's been out forever. You're not going to talk about that? No, I just happen to have it in my pack of stuff that I haven't read. Yeah, is that like a blast of the, for the past? Do they still like make that? Well, every time I dig through like dollar boxes, I see a wizard. I always buy it just for to, to flip through and just really? do like a blast from the past type of thing. I think I have some in my basement or whatever that I've been trying I to sell at the Comic Con. Really? Uh, really? Some for a dollar. For a dollar, I'll buy them. Uh, I think I, that's what I usually put the price well, on it. I see Drew it, needs to start looking through my stack I'm more. I'm I guess so. so <laughs> I have. Uh, it's so like, funny. There was a thing where they say the best in class, like different genres, like what's what's the best Western, you know? Yeah. And it's like El Diablo. It's like, I don't remember that book. Oh, I know El Diablo. They do have the best sci-fi you fantasy. It, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, actually, I don't think I do. Planetary. Probably just issues one, two, Planetary. four, and six. Yeah. <laughs> well, then they had the best horror, and they picked some book, Obergeist, Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, I have that. I'm like, is that the best horror Obergeist, comic you've Ragnarok? Read? And as a runner-up, they have Midnight Nation, which I don't even think that's really horror. It kind of is. I mean, kind of. Not really. It's creepy. I'd say it's more fantasy. At least for the crime, they have 100 bullets. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give it that. But, yeah, it's... And then they have the really weird, like, best historical fiction, Age of Bronze. I have that. I, I, I couldn't it. read it. It was that bad. All the issues? I have the trades. 
I had, oh. I had some treasure. I think I got rid of them because I. But I don't. That way you avoided the whole issue thing. But I haven't read them. Anyway, it is interesting as a blast from the past. But did you read this? There's no podcast. I did. Witches. I did. Witches. I did. I did. Witches get stitches. Oh man, they didn't send in their. They didn't send in their coupon for their Hulk. Wow. There's not. Can I still send it in? I didn't think so. Bummer. So Fables, Witches was the trade that we read. It was. Something happened in this? Yeah, well, they've somehow, the office Did has been cut something off. something happen in this? The office has been cut off from the rest of the Fable Town. This is when the one witch gets hot. And Baba Yaga the is one trapped in there gets hot? with Buffkin. Gets hot. H-O-T. Yeah? Yeah. Baba Yaga? No, the other one. Our Totten, old Frau Tottenfender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She goes all young and good looking and yeah. then like trying to backtrack different ways to trap Mr. Dark and she realizes, finds out about the box and then she goes finding the boxers. I do like that. The boxers from... You like the boxers? I do like the boxers. There's that oh, whole story yeah. at the beginning, you know. Who did the art? Was that? And the first one? I'm not sure. In the boxes. Oh, that's your fern dude. That yeah, you like. he's horrible. That's your fern guy. It is that fern guy. I do not like. And then him. you had, but you, then you had, uh, uh, what Buckingham that was back. Buckingham did the main. Did the main story. thing, and then you had the little story at the end of. With Laffin. Yeah, that was David Laffin. It was an okay yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Little, I think they could have done it in one issue though. Yes, they could have the baseball story the baseball, poem thing. Yeah. yeah, they could have cut that baseball scene. Yeah, right down. the witches. The witches was the early, early. Yeah, the witches. Hey, okay, really, so, the whole thing with the witches was just basically though it was what's her name, Froughton Tider or whatever the hell type thing. Toten Kinder. Toten. There you go. Froughton. There you go. It's basically her doing her plans to try to help save Fable Town and kind of moving on you know, type things. And then you have the other story of Baba Yaga and Buffkin. Up, up, up against Buffkin. So I actually enjoyed the Baba Yaga Buffkin story better than the main uh, fable farm story. I can understand that. But it's a little bit more self-contained and things. And this yeah. one kind of still almost ends, you know, where it almost feels like it really shouldn't have been, I don't know. It, it ends a little bit more cliffhangerish than some yeah. of our other past graphic novels I felt like well I thought it was weird that there was so little Snow and Bigby in this arc like they barely even get any I mean they, they were they're kind of like the main characters in the yeah in the but he likes to go book. off but he's that. totally he yeah. hasn't given them much attention he really has I guess they got quite a bit of attention in the literals they did arc but they did um, yeah I thought and the great fables crossover of so I have a question okay so when the literal when the crossover happened, <laughs> did Bigby did they forget everything? Because when they come back to town, they're like, "Oh, it was a bust. Like nothing yeah, happened." Yeah, I think yeah. so. Are they playing it off? No, I think or, I think something to do with the way the literal thing ended. They lost their memory or something. I wondered the same thing when okay. I thought that. I thought, it, I thought I don't at first they were making clear. a joke, you know, that right. Jack was doing his stuff, but then it seemed like they. Little, they really did not actually remember what the hell happened. I was like, "Wow, okay, maybe there was something I must have missed at the end of the Great Fables crossover." But probably by the time that thing ended, I think I was just happy it was over. So, yeah, I thought it was weird how they were already about ready to put Geppetto back in power. 
Right. Like, I didn't think that would happen that fast. And then the other, the witch lady, the one who's trying to take over for Frau being gone. The little girl? Yeah, the little yeah. girl. It's like, she doesn't seem like she's going to be much better. You know what I mean? Like, she's just as power hungry and kind of... In whatever. some ways, yeah. And so, but she well, I guess at least thing. she stopped Geppetto. And then at the end, like, so there's a cliffhanger where the blue fairy comes, comes back. Comes back, yeah. And I'm like, okay, do I care? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it would be kind of funny to see what the Blue Fairy wants to do to Geppetto after she, he had her, like, trap for trapped forever and yeah. all, like, all withered and whatnot, yeah. stealing her damn blood. So... Yeah. I did think that was funny how he turned Buffkin into a military strategic genius or whatever. Yeah. Who? The mirror? No, how Bill Willingham turned oh, Buffkin. Oh, okay. Because yes. I always thought Buffkin was fairly useless, and now he's like, I would agree with Buffkin's that. Buffkin's really smart. He reads, he reads and he's all the smart, time. and yes. he was an armed these... soldier, and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah, like, really? he was part of the, the an evil witch's army and yeah, things. Okay, I guess. All right. I just thought so. he was a freaking jester. But... Yeah, yeah. So, But no, I enjoyed it. Like I said, the best part's always the Buckingham issues. For me. I would agree. I would I agree. mean, the boxer store was cool, but I can't stand Jim Fern's art, so that hurts. Uh, I could understand And that. I enjoy Laugham's art, but not necessarily in this story. And it was okay. It was just kind of like a... I don't know. It was all right for it was what okay. it was, yeah. But, I think it just helps set up the, the challenges of ruling, you know, and whatever. Yeah, but I think that could have been a... mix. Here's you know. what I was thinking when I was reading this. What if Fables had been an image book and not a Vertigo book? Because the way image books work is you do like an arc and you take like a break. Yeah. Then you do an arc and you take a break. Well, Fables, DC says it's got to be monthly. Buckingham can't draw monthly. So what do you do? You have all these side stories with different artists to fill in. You have filling yeah. issues, right? Yeah. So if it had been like a regular image book, would we have just gotten all the... Buckingham issues and not even had all these filling issues. It would probably would it would have been like some type of sub tiers. And would Fables or... be stronger for that? I mean, do we really need all these side stories? Like, I didn't need that story with the baseball game and the frog prince and all that stuff. It didn't really feed the main narrative. And maybe it comes back around. It, yeah, I was going to say, it's hard for me to tell because I, mean, I don't know if it's going to come back around or something like that. And with the boxers, point. it's like, okay, now we kind of understand. But he could have just said, hey, there's these people who made these boxers that captured witches. I mean, yeah, I didn't need so. that much backstory. It, well, probably not as much as there was, but I did. I actually felt like that one helps in the big scheme of things because of what they're trying to do with Mr. Dark and whatever else. So, Of the all the Vertigo books, I thought Scalp did it the best where... You know, he had those little side things, but they really felt like they fed into the main area. Fables, a lot of it feels like filler to me. Yeah, see, I just don't know, though, because there's the other one, you know, about the two wooden soldiers that became human, and that kind of fits into things, you know, because yeah. they're spies, you know, well, I stuff. think a lot so, of it's just world building. And some of it, you know, that we thought were filler, you know, was like the the last boat out of whatever the hell, but, I mean, that makes Well, that one, the last too. castle, I thought, so, really tied in. Like, that was well, almost... Not but it was a, but to your definition of kind of the filler type yeah. things, it was. It was a totally different artist, you know, and yeah, things like it that was. that they were trying to fit in there. So, so I don't know. I think there's. Wasn't the it's last a mix. castle technically not an issue? Wasn't it like a one shot or something? Well, that could have been true too. I don't know for sure. But so, so. yeah. 
Anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Like, image books, they just take a break and then, you know. Yep, and they come Brian out. K. Vaughn doesn't say, I got to stay on a monthly schedule of Saga, so I'm going to have someone in come in and draw these couple issues and do, like, we're going to find out what the will was like before, you know. It's yeah. like, okay, do I give a shit? I don't Exactly. I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. So, I don't know. That's my take, but it's interesting. Yeah, that it is. It is a, it is a good point. But, I mean... In ten years, when since Vertigo's gone, maybe I'll be nostalgic. Oh, remember when they had all those weird filler issues that kind of yeah. helped build the world? Now we don't have them anymore because nobody has filler issues, you know. Yeah, it could be. It's like I don't know. I mean, maybe they're. I don't remember as many of the little fillers as I think I've seen. You know, <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Buckingham can't do a monthly book. So. But, and DC's uh, like, it's this shit's got to come out every month. It's got to keep coming out, you know, and things That's like right. that. But I, I get into your earlier point though; those aren't what you really remember. You you know you tend to remember more of the the main the artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and what's going on there? It would be fun to uh, well not now because we just read it, but just read the Buckingham issues, like just the main story ones. You know, especially once you get into where it's all Buckingham on the main story, and then you have the fillers early yeah. on, and you had the main story with different artists. But then at some point, Buckingham became, hey, he's our main story guy, and then. You know, we got fill-in artists for the different yeah, sizes of stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you feel like you're they're getting closer to the end game though with Mr. Dark or whatever? Well, he hasn't been around that long. So. You think they're getting to the end game already? I think they already. They don't are drag him out for another seventy-five. They don't issues? drag him up for crazy wow. stuff. I think that was part of you know, William's problem was the fact that he, after he did the Geppetto, he kind of blew his wide, and then it's like, okay, what the hell do I do now? You know, type things. And he throws in Mr. Dark here for a while, but I think he gets kind of, he doesn't know what to do with him, really, yeah. is the feel I get, you know. And so they get to a point there where they get pretty close to to wrapping up there. I really like Willingham as a writer, but sometimes I feel like he he's a little too into, like, like with this whole baseball one, he's trying to do, like, is it Casey at the bat or whatever mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. He's trying, I'm like, dude, I don't need that. I don't have any affection for that poem. I mean, I don't remember it from whatever, whatever. It's only for, like, the first few pages, and then when the game's over, it turns into the trial of the goblin. I'm not talking... And it's, like... Yeah, But but here's the thing, though. It's trying to figure out power dynamics in the New Kingdom. Like, this dude... That's right. Well, this I understand dude, that's it's a story, his nature, but why do I need those first few issues? But he but has if you to think learn of to suppress Casey at the bat, and I don't know that story. There's in its cool. essence, though, it's still a, it's almost a fable, or it's just a, yeah, a, is, a yeah. wild story, you know, sure. this type of thing. Hence the name of the book. You know, he likes to pull out these yeah. little, you know, lesser-known sure. aspects, you know, and, 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 you know, see what he can, what spin he can put on them, yeah. you know. So I guess. So I guess to me, I felt like it fits his overall. It does fit. You know, I just could do it without it most of the time. Yeah, that's, that could be true. It's not for me. Yeah, it's not for me. Obviously, obviously. Uh, any go backs? My go backs. Wow. Go backs. Any go backs? Any go backs? Do you have something to no. go back to? You know, no, you're done. Right. I'm done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.